everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Bianca and this is Macy. Hello. Hi. In this episode, we're talking about minutes 17 and 18 of Toy Story. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Good. In the last 15 minutes since we finished, 15 or 20 minutes since we finished recording the other I know it feels like 15 days. (laughs) All right. Well, do you want to just get started since we're on a roll right now? Let's do it. All righty. So this clip starts out with Buzz tapping on his wrist communicator and saying, No readout yet if the air is breathable. Then it cuts to a close up shot of his face and arm that he's talking into, and he says, There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. There's another shot from his helmet, and Woody pops in from the side and says, Hello. <laughs> and startled, Buzz jumps back, does a couple of karate moves or something, and shoots his laser at Woody. Woody screams, apologizes, frightening him, and introduces himself, which honestly, I love the way Woody screams. <laughs> He startles Buzz. Like, ah! <laughs> and he just, like, flails back. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so dramatic. <laughs> As usual. No surprise there oh, when he's being dramatic. Yes, he's been very dramatic since the first time we see him come alive. Going back, he starts to explain to Buzz that there's been a mix-up, and the bed's supposed to be his spot. But Buzz notices his sheriff badge instead and interrupts him. I'm like, I would, if someone just like peeked around the corner and said, hello, I would be scared too. <laughs> I would probably Honestly, jump. yes. And what's funny is that I've caught myself doing that to people at work where I am just popping in to like their office area and I'm like, hello, like Woody. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've scared them a couple of times doing that because I kind of just bust in like Kramer screaming like Woody. And I'm like, that's that's a very frightening situation for somebody who's in the zone typing. <laughs> I've seen that uh Buzz's line about like there's no sign of intelligent life anywhere. I've I feel like I've seen that on a ton of different t-shirts yes i've seen it on a lot of shirts (laughs) it's one of those it's one of those things where i'm like i i never want to own a t-shirt with a saying like that. (laughs) i know (laughs) i love wearing t-shirts and i love wearing t-shirts with like characters and logos on them but for some reason just like sayings i'm like nope (laughs) oh my gosh i know there's certain times where I will have certain shirts with certain sayings, but not something like that. First of all, that's kind mm-hmm. of rude. But, <laughs> but if it says something like, I think I had a shirt. No, it was my brother. He had a shirt that just said no on it. <laughs> and I was like, see, I would wear something like that. That's funny. It's that funny. How does Buzz not realize when he pulls his laser on Woody how did he not realize that it's not working? See, I like, thought of not that too. Any you would think, on him. Exactly. You would think that once you see that it doesn't work, you're going to be like, oh, <laughs> it's fake. I know <laughs> from what he says late, later about how 
you know, he set his laser from stun to kill. I know at least he thinks he's got different settings on his laser. So maybe there's like a warning setting or something. Maybe, or just like a... Do any harm? I don't know, because that is just... It's a little light bulb that (laughs) blinks. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It really doesn't. At the 25-second mark, Buzz points at Woody's sheriff badge and says, Local law enforcement, it's about time you got here. I'm Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, Universe Protection Unit. My ship has crash-landed here by mistake. Woody tries to explain to him that yes, it is a mistake, but Buzz says, I need to repair my turbo boosters. Do you people still use fossil fuels or do you, have you discovered crystallic fusion? Woody says, well, we got double A's. <laughs> One even isn't really concerned yet that this guy thinks he's a real space ranger. He's just like, all he cares about is that this guy's in his spot right now. I know. That's the least of his worries. He's like, I don't care if you're talking like all this random stuff that he probably doesn't even get. And he's like, the only thing I can offer you is double A's, buddy. (laughs) It's like, I just watched you like rambling into your wrist for a couple minutes. (laughs) Talking to nobody. <laughs> I can I imagine care. that was pretty that was pretty weird for Woody to see. Like he's like, We're not in playtime. What are you doing? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? I can imagine both of them are feeling that way because he's like, What's wrong with you being the sheriff? And Woody to Buzz is like, What's wrong with you? You're acting like an actual person and not a toy. <laughs> At the 43-second mark, Buzz suddenly gasps, yells, watch yourself, and tackles Woody to the ground. He yells, halt, who goes there? And somehow shoots his laser without pushing the button. We see Rex and Slinky peeking over the side of the bed, and Rex says, don't shoot, it's okay, friends. Buzz asks Woody if he knows who these life forms are, and Woody spits, I guess, pieces of lint or whatever, and angrily says, yes, they're Andy's toys. I love how he just, like, shoves his face into the bed. (laughs) Poor Woody. (laughs) He's having a bad day. So how did Rex get up to look over the bed? Like, who's lifting Rex up? Because also, he waves his little hands and he's like, wait, it's okay, we're friends. And I'm like, who's holding him? Yeah, him and Slinky both. Like, what are they standing on? Exactly. Well, Slinky, I can understand because he's got the Slinky, so he can kind of stretch longer. But then, like, what is he? But someone would have had to have tossed his upper butt. Yeah, he would have had to have had somebody just fling his upper half up into the top. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Hmm. We're going to have to figure this out one day. I also, I like the double A joke. At the 52-second mark, Buzz stands up, using Woody to help him up and pushing the air out of him, and tells everyone that they can come up on the bed. They all walk over to him, and he says, I'm Buzz Lightyear, I come in peace. Rex is relieved that he's not a dinosaur, shakes his hand violently, and says, I'm so glad you're not a dinosaur. (laughs) Woody starts to get up and recover from being pushed to the ground as Buzz thanks him for their kind welcome. Rex points to Buzz's red skinny button and asks what it does. Buzz demonstrates that and 
makes a little sound and says, Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. All of the toys are impressed. I just like their their reaction of they're all like, oh, I know. Like they've never seen a toy with like voice sounds. I'm like, y'all have Mr. Speak and Spell. Well, I guess because his voice sounds more robotic. That's why they're all impressed. I think they're also impressed by like the quality of the recording and the speaker. Yeah, I think so. Because even... um you know, like Ham says that he's like, oh, like it sounds like really high quality. It's all copper wired. <laughs> yeah. So they're all. And also, how does Ham know about all this stuff? He's a bank. He's a know-it-all. <laughs> he is a know-it-all. He probably stays up many a night just reading stuff. Ham is going to love it when Wikipedia comes around and he can <laughs> he can read on like Andy's laptop or something. Right. I know. Oh, my gosh. I love Ham. He's great. He is great. At 1 minute 12 seconds, Slinky comments, Hey, Woody's got something like that. Only his is a pull string. Only it's, but Potato Head cuts him off and says, Only it sounds like a car ran over it. Woody looks hurt and reaches around to grab his pull string. Ham says, This is a quality sound system. Probably all copper wiring, huh? So where are you from? Singapore? Hong Kong? Buzz responds, well, no, actually, I'm stationed up in the Gamma Quadrant of Sector 4. Woody rolls his eyes and reads the back of Buzz's box, which has the exact words that Buzz is saying on it. As a member of the elite Universe Protection Unit of the Space Ranger Corps, I protect the galaxy from the third of invasion of the evil Emperor Zerg, sworn enemy of the Galactic Alliance. Buzz does his heroic point into the sky for emphasis. Poor Woody. I feel like Potato Head is just... Again, being so mean to him. I he cuts, know. He cuts off Slinky to say, only it sounds like a car ran over it. Why is he, like, who told him to choose violence when he woke up that day? <laughs> <laughs> and poor Woody, he just look. he looks so, he looks so hurt and, like, offended. I feel bad for him. I know. I'm like, why would you say that to somebody that you've been with for forever? Like, they've been friends since, you know, whenever Andy got them. Friends, I'm not sure. Friends, maybe (laughs) not, but they've been colleagues. (laughs) There was something else I was going to say, but I forgot what it was. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. I remember now. I mean, Woody, I mean, he kind of doesn't react to it great though because he ends up being kind of a jerk about it that's true i mean i can understand like it's hurtful but then instead of just being like okay well i'm just gonna forgive them no woody chooses violence too yeah also as buzz is talking and he's doing like his whole i'm a member of the elite universe protection unit or whatever and there's you can hear some of the musical themes from later later in the movie. I think, don't quote me on this because I might be remembering wrong, but I think it's like just a little bit, like a little taste of that fanfare from like the opening of I Will Go Sailing No More. It's like that, 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 that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It's so like a little bit of that. I feel like maybe they're... 
I guess kind of like just making a theme for Buzz just because he's like heroic and he's a space ranger. So they got to build him up, but they're using like, I guess like his theme song just Mm -hmm. in little parts here and there, which is really neat. Yeah. At a minute, 42 seconds, Mr. Potato Head looks at Buzz with a stink eye and his hands on his hips says, oh, really? I'm from play school. And Rex says, I'm from Mattel. Well, I'm not really from Mattel. I'm actually from a smaller company that was purchased by a leveraged buyout. And Buzz looks like he has no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) It's like that polite look of like, you know, I'm trying to listen to you and be polite, but I have no idea what you're saying. (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like if it was of this time, he would have just been like, man, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Also, how did... So Mattel didn't want them to use Barbie in this movie, but they apparently let them use just their name for this scene, unless they just did that without asking Mattel's permission. Maybe. But I feel like even if that would have happened, they would have been like suing them saying, well, they used our name. So we want royalties now. So maybe they did have a part of it. They just didn't want a name as big as Barbie in the yeah. movie, but they were fine with their name. I don't know. That's crazy. I'm like, get your act together, Mattel. This movie saves the Etch-A-Sketch. I don't know how Barbie was doing in 1995, but maybe it could help Barbie. <laughs> I think Barbie sales were doing really good because I was buying half of the shelves at every Walmart possible. <laughs> so <laughs> I think they were doing okay. At a minute and 50 seconds, Woody walks up to Bo with his arms crossed and said, you'd think they'd never seen a new toy before. And Bo responds, well, sure, look at him. He's got more gadgets on him than a Swiss Army knife. I hate that this is one of the like few times that they actually interact in this movie. I know. I feel like they should have had way more interactions than what they have. I feel like they should have expounded on their relationship besides the awkward conversation they had before. Mm-hmm. And the kiss at the end. Yeah. Like, they have very little interaction. It's like Bo is just kind of, I mean, we, I feel like we've talked about this before, but just Bo is just kind of there to be, like, the girlfriend. And that's kind of it, sadly. I know, that's, I feel like she had more of a role. Well, of course, obviously, because Toy Story 4 was mainly about her. But I feel like they should have added a little more stuff in the previous two movies that she was in, Mm -hmm. just to make it a little more interesting. Either, I mean, ideally, like, developing her more as a character, but also showing them together. For more than a couple minutes. I know. Then again, it would have made the movie longer. So I don't know how they would have incorporated that. I don't know. But I would have liked to have seen it. I I have no idea. Also, if you listen while they're talking, you can hear Rex talking in the background. Like he's continuing on with what he's telling Buzz about how he's from a, uh, a, a company that was bought by Mattel and a leveraged buyout. And I... I couldn't tell what he was saying, but I want to hear the rest of that conversation. Me too. 
what is the the rest of of Rex's story? Like, how did he end up in in Andy's room? I know, and I'm thinking like, what small company was it? I want to know what this small company was. <laughs> I also, I mean, we've we've talked before about like how the how the the other toys are like so aware of like how they're made and like the fact that they use batteries and that's in contrast to Buzz who's just totally oblivious and like they're so aware of themselves to the point where they know like what company they came from I know. I've always thought it was really funny that is funny that kind of reminds me like later on the scene from Finding Nemo when they're all telling Nemo where they came from mm-hmm. and he's like the one of the fish says like oh I'm from Pet Palace and the other one's like I'm from Mail Order and another one says eBay <laughs> I'm like where did they how did they find out like where they were and how they got sold and it reminds me like both of these things are very similar yeah it kind of makes you wonder how did Woody not know what he was from Exactly. I'm like, why are you so in the dark about your origins? Like, what happened in his past that he doesn't know this? Maybe the men in black came to him and flashed him with their little flashlight. Or, um, what's his name? Rick Dicker from The Incredibles. (laughs) That makes more sense, because it's in the the Pixar universe. Yeah. (laughs) There's a part of me that wants to see like a woody prequel movie and then there's a part of me that's like eh, we don't need that <laughs> we're fine maybe if it was a short or something i'd watch it but like a whole movie i don't know if i'd watch it yeah i don't know at one minute 57 seconds slinky presses buzz's laser and buzz pulls away making ah noises saying please be careful you don't want to be in the way and the clip ends there should i mean i don't have anything in particular to talk about that snippet so should we talk about the extended storyboard scene we could since there really isn't much to talk about that scene that got cut off that we just mentioned so right now would be the perfect time to talk about the storyboard yeah there's an extended storyboard scene that's a version of of the scene where it's it's clearly like the Black Friday, you know, Jeffrey Katzenberg wanted to kept pushing them to make this movie more edgy. And it's it's on YouTube, so I'll I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but it's it's really interesting cuz there's a whole lot more like adult jokes um Buzz says damn instead of blast when he like goes over to his ship and sees how messed up it is, which is crazy. I was pretty surprised about that. I was all like, oh my gosh, Buzz, calm down. <laughs> Just a cardboard box. I kind of like that he says blast better too, because that yeah. feels more in character. It yeah, sounds that like sounds a space more like thing. space rocket thing. Mm-hmm. Also, like Bo is straight up flirting with buzz the whole time she's like all over him pushing his buttons i'm like ma'am your man is right there Woody is right there literally right there and you're pawing another man what's going on she's like what would happen if i push this big button or something and then he's like please be careful he does a 
the thing he does with Slinky, except it's with Bo. He says, please be careful. You don't want to be in the way when my laser goes off. And she's like, don't I? I'm like, oh my gosh. I feel like that's very inappropriate for a child's movie. I'm like, what? first of all, why did you put Bo in this situation? You're just making her seem loose. And then for her to actually say that i'm like what is going on i'm like woody you need to dump her now but then it's like to me now that we have these movies i'm like this is so out of character for Bo. Mm-hmm. i mean if that's the way that they had ended up doing it then we might be like yeah that makes perfect sense yeah and then we would have thought differently of Bo, like oh yeah she's just trashy yeah i also noticed so they've got a bunch of like temp voices in that version like it kind of like for Woody it kind of switches between like Tom Hanks and I think sounds like Andrew Stanton Mm -hmm. is doing his voice for some of the lines and um but for Slinky at least a couple of lines that I that I remember I'm pretty sure are voiced by voice actor I don't know if you've heard him but heard of him but he's a voice actor named Jess Harnell oh yeah I've heard of him yeah, he's like he's wacko on the Animaniacs and he's one of those guys who's in like literally everything it feels like. Yeah. But you would never unless unless you know a lot about like voice actors and stuff you would never know who he is. I wonder if he was one of the original voices that they were considering before they like changed Slinky's personality and decided to go with um Jim Varney because I feel like that's definitely him playing slinky in that scene yeah it does sound like him now that you mentioned that i'm like oh yeah his voice does sound even more familiar now it's you know they probably did like they were probably going to keep him but then they were like no slinky sounds more like jim varney yeah or maybe he was just a temporary voice that they were using for a while i don't know but it sounds like wacko warner with like a little bit of an accent yeah it's funny, and I'm like, I and maybe it's not him, but I know his voice pretty well, and I'm pretty good at recognizing it, and I'm like 99% sure that's him. Yeah, he does have a very distinct voice, and now that you mention it, I'm like, yeah, that did sound like Wacko when I watched it. Yeah. There's also some lines, uh, like extra lines in there that I really liked, like um, when... I think after Buzz like pushes Woody down and Woody's Woody's like getting back up he, and he says he mumbles something about like oh, they must have handled him rough in shipping or something <laughs> like that. I think they should have kept that. I think making Woody sassier like that without him being a total douchebag would have been funny. Mm-hmm. And um I also like the part when uh, after Buzz flies where you know Woody is getting mad and he's all like, he's not a space ranger. He's a toy and blah, blah, blah. And they cut to, to Mr. Potato Head and Ham. And he's like, oh yeah, this is getting good. Like he's ready to see a fight happen. (laughs) There's also right before Buzz gets up to fly, Woody turns to one of the little tykes and says, you guys better get ready to clean this up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. They're so ridiculous, but I love it. But yeah, it's clearly like this was it it seems like the version of the scene that was in like the Black Friday reel, if you know what that is. 
Mm -hmm. where it was a lot darker. I feel like some of the things should have been put in there, like the whole shipping quote in there. That would have been funny. And of course, Mr. Potato Head wanting to see a fight because that's so in character for him. That was funny. But like the whole scene with Bo, I'm glad that they cut that out. Yeah, we don't need, I mean, she kind of, she's sort of flirts with him in the actual movie where she's like, I, I found my moving buddy, but like, it's not uncomfortable like it is watching the storyboard. Yeah, like they made her really like, oh, that's not her at all. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's hard to watch, to be honest. Yeah. So I'm glad they did the way they made the movie, like they went that route instead of this route. But even with that, it's still fun to see, like, the storyboards before the actual finished product. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have anything else really to say about this clip. I don't either. I think because it's mostly, it follows the same path that the finished product does. It just had an extra little bit to it. Well, yeah, but also just in general... Like those oh, okay. clips so that like we're talking about, yeah. I don't have anything else to say other than I feel like this whole scene where they first meet Buzz is like probably some of the best writing in the movie. Yeah, I do like this dialogue scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah, there's just not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot of action happening in in this part until like the next episode. Right. So there's yeah. not a whole. It's just a lot of dog dialogue. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. Okay, well, if we don't have anything else to say, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. And it's actually very short. We didn't have too much to say at all. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And send us an email if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. And if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.